the last year, Mason Cooper and I's lives have changed, possibly forever. What started as a podcast has really turned into something none of us expected, a full multimedia advocacy group, really, for West Virginia. We launched merchandise, planted trees, partnered with over a dozen creators and four businesses, all to shine a little light on this piece of land that we call Almost Heaven. So in today's anniversary episode, we all three, yes, even the legend himself, Mason, get behind the mic and share some of our favorite moments of the last year and some behind-the-scenes stories, how we set up guests and how we get in touch with sponsors and just some of the funny stories that we, you know, we don't show on social media or get to tell in the podcast. So this is kind of uh, an all-exclusive tell-all, if you will, with the Mountaineer Media crew. So let's get to it. We'll... we'll revisit the last year and we'll look ahead to what year two should look like and what we want for not just West Virginia but what we want for the pod as well so thank you as always for tuning in hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast does not always shine in West Virginia, but the people always do. All right, everybody, welcome to, I guess this is the first episode of year two. So welcome to this episode. We actually are just going to do uh, with the boys. So we've got Mason here on the podcast, I believe for the first time, right? I think it's it the first time. I've given one ad read once before. He did the one ad read and the ad read was good. It was good. You yeah. just, you People didn't want to come back. I don't know. The, the fans have demanded Mason. Well, he is here in-house and of course, CJ with me. Um, guys, we're just going to basically break down the crazy year that we had with this podcast. I mean, it, I mean, it's hard to even wrap your head around it. We're going to try to do that in this episode um, from start to finish. I know you guys have heard our origin story. We don't have to recount it every time. Um, I guess maybe all the details, but we are going to recap the episode, some of the guests that we've had, some of the incredible bloggers that have joined mountaineermedia.org where they contribute, um, and of course our amazing uh, sponsors, partners, whatever you want to call it, the folks that believe in us and we believe in them because they are, you know, they're advocating for West Virginia just like we are. Um, so that is what we're going to expect, but how are you guys doing? Mason, CJ, what's up guys? Good morning. Uh, doing well, man. Good to be here. Good to be on this side of the podcast. Yeah. You're lying. You've never wanted to be on this side of the podcast to begin with. Don't even play. Yeah, I've been in high demand, sure. And I have to selectively give my time to, yeah, most important episode. It takes a village. He's too important. He's too important. He's he's very busy in the behind the scenes role, but he's taking some time out of his busy lifestyle to hop in here with us today. Let's start with that, CJ, because I, you had a good point you wanted to say, like, behind the scenes. Let's, I mean, let's just show, we guys, we normally record these guests. We'll reach out to a West Virginian and we'll say, hey, um, you know, usually it's some line of explaining what we are. We get them on the podcast, we send them a Zoom link, sometimes we coordinate with their, you know, their team, maybe if they've got different personnel working with them. Um, some funny stories with, like, you know, Senator Manchin and John Chambers, like, a ton of back and forth via email with their team. Um, and then just kind of sitting there in an open Zoom, waiting for the chair to get filled, and then they come in, and then it's boom, off the running. Um, but then CJ, you know, we record it, and then this is where Mason um, does a lot of work, guys. So I mean, we record the episode, splice in music, ad reads, a ton of post production, um, and then that's what delivers this finished product to you guys, what you're listening to right now. Um, so I don't know. I, I always think that. I, we, you know, we shout Mason out. He really does do a ton of work for it, and we could not be more grateful uh, for that because it does take a village to produce this. The second yeah. that we got that the website too, Mason took on like another level of like, there was a new expectation. The second right. that that website came about, you were like, yeah, man, I got it. it Mason, you kind of took over that thing too. Like, you, you, man, you, you went from like, I don't know what you thought you were doing before, but then you just like tenfold, increased it tenfold over the last like, last our website's really kind of, our website's kind of become my baby and i like to you know massage it a little bit get everything <laughs> that we can get out of it Three yeah, we'll to <laughs> so much and pushing eyeballs to that place and you know pumping out great articles about you know, our state parks our beautiful all of our history and just everything mm-hmm. else mountaineermedia.org mountaineermedia.org do you like doing that i mean do you do you find like do you enjoy 
like moving articles because our, our bloggers will post it into a Google drive. We'll move it from the drive with some photos. Like, does that like you, you enjoy that or, you know, do you, do you, this is Mason's therapy session. Please Mason, just reveal all your, <laughs> just kidding. I think we, I think he froze on us. Absolutely. I mean, I love seeing the work they, I love seeing the work our bloggers do, and I'm always surprised at the level of quality and the, you know, the passion they put into it. Just makes our job much easier. No, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, they. I mean, we try to. Um, you know, I know if you guys are listening to this, you're obviously a podcast listener, but um, on the website, and we we try to push them through our social media, and we are building up our email um, capability to deliver. Um, this to you guys, but I mean, we'll go ahead and shout out like Jess Riggins, Sierra Williams, Johnny McFadden, Joe Justice, uh, Jessica Neal, Travis, um, Kale, Catherine Allen, Shannon Stowers, Whitney Wetzel, Julia Blackwood, uh, Rush Bishop, Mackenzie Holdren, and we're talking to a few more guys. Um, it's to me, it's it's so empowering or so honestly inspiring, like you said, Mason, because these these are professionals that are dedicating their time. Um, but they believe in the mission of advocating for West Virginia. And they also said they had the attitude of, you know what, why not me? Why not be the voice of the community uh, to work? And I think that's just, uh, it's been cool, CJ. I don't know about you, but to me, that's almost like one of my proudest accomplishments of this is because it, it's given them um, a platform to share their incredible stories. Well, that was the whole point. We wanted to have as many people positively speaking about West Virginia as possible. And what we've learned through having all of these guests is it doesn't take much to get somebody talking about West Virginia, especially if they're from or they enjoyed their time in West Virginia. So if those are like, if the sample size is just our 45 guests who enjoyed listening, then you know, there are hundreds of thousands of millions of people out there that are from West Virginia historically, you know, that they grew up here, spent some time here that want to talk about West Virginia. And it really wasn't that hard to find um, some people that, you know, just love, love, talking about West Virginia and the mountain state and their experience. So it, yeah, it was at first surprising to see so many people willing to want to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And then it became like, wow, you know, we're not the only ones that are this passionate about what we do, especially for talking about West Virginia. So I thought that was very refreshing in a sense that, you know, we, we went out, and found all of these people to tell us about their West Virginia experience. But now it's like we have incorporated so many others to tell other people their West Virginia experience through our bloggers. So just a a different perspective on West Virginia, but at the very same time, it's all just very, again, refreshing and enlightening to think that there are just so many people that, that love this state kind of like as much as we do. So, yeah. Absolutely. And guys, you, you know, we last kind of recapped in this manner. Um, gosh, I guess it was episode, uh, we just called it the 2020 recap. We, you know, we kind of closed out the calendar year. Um, if you've been, if you're new to the podcast, um, you know, thank you for listening. Um, we clearly, I think you've gotten the vibe thus far. We essentially interview West Virginians to talk about the mountain state. We're all three proud West Virginians. CJ Mason and I grew up essentially together, played soccer together at Capitol High School, lived together for what, four years um, at West Virginia University. And then, you know, we founded this to, to be a, I think it was just a fun project at first. And then it morphed into this whole media advocacy group. Um, but let's kind of recount some fun memories, I think, uh, from, we'll pick up where we left off. We won't go all the way back to the first kind of batch, the first 20 episodes. Um, but CJ, one early one that stuck out to me was uh, Dr. Clay Marsh, um, simply because he has led the COVID response in West Virginia. I mean, and we founded this podcast in the middle of a pandemic when um, it felt like everyone was inside, you know, you know, scared the world, you know, it felt like the right time to do a, an audio podcast. Um, but having him on and just hear the, or get to meet the person behind that, you know, you guys, any West Virginian recognizes his face. He's been with the side by side with the governor justice every day in West Virginia, briefing us on uh, the COVID response. And West Virginia has been held in high regards to which how we've handled the vaccine rollout. We have an elderly vulnerable population. So um, I don't know, to me, that was a moment of, it felt like a public duty of honoring someone who is really dedicated the last two years of his entire life, probably to fighting this pandemic. Um, He's a chief medical officer at West Virginia University. 
Yeah, I, and we I thought we pulled out the human in Clay Marsh in that episode. Like it was it wasn't the guy on TV anymore. You know, he's still behind a microphone of sorts, but there was a moment towards the end of that episode when he was talking about, he was kind of tossing and turning the night before there was a situation. He wasn't sure like what side he should give his recommendation on. And then it was like, he was on the treadmill and the Beatles song, let it be started playing. And it was like, that was his moment of like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to let it be. And it was just like, okay. You know, if that's, you know, if that's how you come to those conclusions, sometimes that's, you know, I'm sure we've all been in very similar moments to like that, but it it was just, that showed his, his human, you know, he didn't Mm -hmm. know this just caught everybody off guard. And so Clay Marsh to, to be that honest and almost vulnerable in a sense of like, he didn't come on here and act like he knew all the answers. And I don't think he's ever given that persona out there he's never shown that anyway like people hold him in high regards but it's never been like dr clay marsh has every answer we're looking for but it's like no Mm -hmm. he doesn't and he's the first to admit that and i thought we really pulled that out of him in that episode the other cool thing that i thought was really neat about that episode was his dad right his connection with dad don marsh who was an editor at the charleston gazette mail or well the charleston the the charleston gazette it was the charleston gazette let's anybody any newsy that's listening to this don't don't lash out on me because uh those are two separate papers now but you know don marsh his dad was held in high regards as a reporter in Charleston, uncovered, you know, dark money and dark secrets and open closed doors, you know, and even interviewed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. when he came to West Virginia. So yeah, that episode was very cool. But I thought what was really neat was that we got Clay Marsh to really open up um, mm-hmm. from his just his inner core. It wasn't so much the TV side, it was his core. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I love that part. Well, I think too, it's it's a good um a good point is that I think we sneakily catch people off guard in our casual nature. And um, to me, that's that's what makes this so uh, hopefully valuable to you guys listening uh, is because, you know, we've had famous CEOs, senators, nonprofit leaders, you know, people that you would think or they definitely are buttoned up, polished, accomplished people. Um, but you get people talking about something they love in, in, in a way that is uh, simply meant to just honor tradition, West Virginia, their life, their work, their, their culture. Um, it's just been fascinating to see people. Um, I felt every person we've talked to, it felt like we were just talking to them at like a bar or a casual picnic or, you know, somewhere, um, you know, at like a, just at a party in a way that's very conversational. Um, and then we, right after Clay Marsh, we had Sylvia Burwell. Um, and maybe give you guys some more behind the scenes of how these stuff happened. So we had a guest, Terry Giles was on the podcast, um, who we got connected to. Is that a Mike Fulton connection, CJ? Is Terry Giles, Mike Fulton? That was a Mike Fulton. Indeed. Shout out Mike, Mike Fulton. Fulton special. Yeah. Shout out Mike Fulton. Mike Fulton, um, if he's listening, he knows how much he's helped us. Um, individual uh, runs an Asher agency. Um, he's connected with, with a ton of West Virginia. He basically knows every West Virginian. Uh, but he connected us with Terry, who, if you guys remember, she was the Appalachian Beekeeping Collective. Uh, she's been overseas. She worked for like Senator, Senator Rockefeller. Um, she's, you know, she brought Toyota uh, from Japan here to West Virginia. Um, at the very end of it, and this is how we kind of bounce around our guests she was like we always ask our guests we say hey do you know any other west virginians um it just so happens that she is best friend with uh sylvia m burwell who is the president of american university uh in washington dc and she just so happened to serve in multiple white houses i'm talking about like she's in the oval office getting direction from the president at a cabinet level position she was obama's um, she was on obama's cabinet yeah she right. was a part of his cabinet and, and clinton right wasn't she in the clinton white house as well she, maybe, she was not on the cabinet but she was in the clinton office yes okay yeah yeah, yeah. like those cabinet yeah, was her, whatever bill gates and bill and melinda gates foundation. yeah yeah she, gosh, yeah, yeah she ran the bill and melinda gates foundation uh division of that um and i believe she was was she from hinton as well hinton west virginia yeah they they grew up yeah summers yeah. county west virginia hinton hinton west virginia yeah no so no think about that guys hinton west virginia so that's that's our goal it's like you guys wherever you're if you're listening to this in elkview we're all from kind of me mason are from like the elkview ming shoals area cj obviously still in charleston as well uh, we're from charleston these are people that are never thought they would be in these positions um but 
they work hard, of course, that's an ingredient you always have to have. Um, and you can, I mean, you, and there are West Virginians, I'm convinced, someone said it on the podcast that maybe it was uh, Homer Hickam said that he's convinced that West Virginians like pull the levers of the world and like run the yeah. world. Um, I thought that was so true. Um, and it was awesome talking with someone like Sylvia who is, who's done a ton of stuff at a national level. Yeah, it's been really enlightening to see how many people you didn't know about that are in such high levels of our society. Like, you know, Dr. Patrice Harris, who was head of the American Medical Association, you know, Gina Belcher, Chad Morrison, CEO of the Mountain Wolf Food Bank, just all these people that are working tirelessly for West Virginia and representing West Virginia well that you may have never heard about. Yeah. And, and just every story that we try and tell does almost have like an inner story. You talked about Chad Morrison. Remember that was like right after he'd received a $9 million donation from Mackenzie Scott uh, to help, you know, with yeah. the food bank. It was like just the, the wild connections and some wild stories that we've told and kind of going like expanding even more on just some of the names that we've recently talked about, like a little bit more of the behind the scenes stuff. Macy, you'd mentioned Dr. Patrice Harris. We had tried to reach out to Dr. Harris several times, couldn't really find any kind of contact. And then it was through Clay Marsh. We asked Dr. Marsh, hey, we've been trying to get in touch with Patrice Harris. Can you hook us up? Sure, no problem. And, you know, fired off an email for us. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, he hooked us up. Same thing, Sylvia Burwell came from Terry Giles. We had Terry Giles from Mike Fulton. Terry Giles hooked us up with Sylvia Burwell. And then Professor or President Burwell set us up with Wes and Natalie Harris, who are, you know, Wes's North and Natalie Bush, yeah. Bush. Natalie Bush. Yeah, Wes and Natalie Bush, excuse me. Um, but you can Wes is, like follow the list of episodes and yeah. see. <laughs> they yes. are connected to each yes. other. Like, exactly. Exactly right. And so, you know, we they are very, you know, He's the CEO and current chairman of Northrop Grumman Corporation, you know, a defense, a defense contract company. And so a defense manufacturer. Largest in the world. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It was think one of that. the largest in the world. Yeah, exactly. Guys, think about this. We're sitting there in an email. I'm pretty They're sure uh, Sylvia was like, hey, Wes, I've CC'd Cooper and CJ and Mason on this email. And he's the chairman of Northrop Grumman, the largest defense contractor in, in the world that makes you know, essentially is the key supplier for the military. And here we are CC'd with them in an email. Hey Wes, you know, what's going on? Yeah. And they, and they were just so gracious with their time. They gave us an hour, you know, we talked about everything, right. you know, and, and we kind of asked some goofy questions too there towards the end, like space travel, you know, like, and, right. and they, they just were so open and, and, you know, they enjoyed just speaking with us. So yeah, it is, it's, this has very much been a, connect, a game of connect the dots, right? Every guest that we've had, if, if it wasn't just like a cold call, it's been through somebody else. And that mm-hmm. is what's so cool about this. I mean, it's almost like we, we laugh because West Virginia is like, you know, you can go anywhere in the state or really anywhere in the world and you're going to find a West Virginian. And it's like, even this podcast, you're going to find somebody to talk to, you know, through somebody, you know, or, you know, I don't know that. The dots are endless. At the well, end the of power the of the power of networking um, in West Virginia culture, like it, it's someone said, who was it? Chad Morrison, I think, said one of a great line. I've used it multiple times. Um, he said, "You're you're what like close to nothing, but you're three hours from everything in West Virginia," which is so true because um, it always feels like you're well. Nothing's going on around here, but then you can be anywhere roughly, you know, three four hours in West Virginia. Well, six um, hours. You're in New York. I mean, it's it's right. I mean. DC, Pittsburgh, Charlotte, New York, I mean, Cincinnati, Columbus, like it doesn't, you know, it seriously, mm-hmm. a third of the United States population you can get to from anywhere in West Virginia within between three and six hours. It's insane. very strategically located. That. Martinsburg, West Virginia to New York City is like three hours. <laughs> I mean, people don't know, you know, that's insane. I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. That. So, yeah, it's well, just wild. What, what I was saying too is just like the power of networking. Um, you know, I, I speak a lot about it in different avenues of my life um, with like the work I do professionally. Uh, but I, I think it's so important for West Virginians too to, to, because it feels like our state is reasonably like you can get a hold of and talk to your leaders, your state representatives, um, you know, different businesses and stuff. Like just really the cliche of like who you know really does improve and help your life. Um, I think West Virginia culture not only permits that given our state dynamics and our culture of our stuff, but like it's also just extremely um, 
practical to do business and to help each other and to, you know, move around resources and whatnot when you kind of take that approach. Um, so I just thought that was a cool lesson that we've learned um, from all of our guests. Um, like, like Gina Belcher lives in, you know, she's from Southern West Virginia. Her parents hosted um, Bernie Sanders, um, Anthony Bourdain. Um, three Talk people, about a like, chilling story, that Bourdain story. That should be story, our favorite yeah. memory. Yeah, that That is easily one of our, our favorite memories. Retell, retell that for the people, CJ, that maybe if you want to briefly just recap well, that, because I don't know if everybody caught that. It was Gina Belcher. Gina Belcher's family hosted Anthony Bourdain when Bourdain came to West Virginia. And if you haven't seen that, it's out of this world, right? Um, mm-hmm. what, what's the, what's the, what was the show called? I always forget the title of the show. Um, parts unknown uh, parts unknown yeah parts yeah. unknown with anthony bourdain and he came to west virginia for like episode two of season nine or season 10 or whatever it was and jenna belcher's family hosted anthony bourdain and so one of the scenes was bourdain going into a coal mine and anthony bourdain you know everybody that you talk to that's met him wants to he he is as he wants to be as to the level of the person that he's speaking to as much as possible so when he went down into these coal mines he wanted to bring a lunch a lunch pail. He wanted to bring some lunch with him and, you know, not, you know, in a bag of Olive Garden or whatever it is and carrying it in the mines with him. So he asked Jenna Belcher's father, Hey, do you have a lunch pail? Of course, Mr. Belcher passed it off, said, take it, go ahead. You know, thank you very much. And so expecting to get it back probably. Well, anyway, you know, Bourdain goes down there, does the scene. The lunch pail never shows back up, never comes back up. And so years later, next season probably just a year I think it was a year later Anthony's doing uh, taping in I think France right I think it was France then uh, yeah I think so and then of course like the story of somebody walked in and he had hung himself he'd killed himself and so the same day that the Belcher family had heard that Bourdain committed suicide they got something in the mail a box in the mail signed from Anthony Bourdain and they pulled it out and it was a new lunch pail and it was signed by Anthony Bourdain. It had his knife, his signature, right? And just, I think it said, Chilling, you know, thanks for bringing me in. But it's like the, the same day that he wanted to, you know, the same day that they found out, he, he had almost like made amends. Maybe that's not even the best way to look at it. Maybe I'm not doing it justice, but he, mm-hmm. he maybe kind of just checked some boxes before he, he decided to leave this, the, the, mm-hmm. this earth. It, it just wild story. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's insane. Just, yeah. Yeah. No, gosh, I know it's hard to even wrap your head around that. That's, that's just crazy. Um, and I, I mean, think about like, so we're, we feel so honored that people come on here and share authentic stuff because we're hopefully, you know, I don't think people come on here and they, you know, we're not trying to, we don't play gotcha and not that we get criticism, but from West Virginia perspective is that yes, we know the state has problems and like sometimes we'll get different people comment and you know, yeah, but this and that, like we understand the state has problems. We understand there's political, you know, whatever issues and, and things that the state could be better at. Um, we try to cover complex stuff. I thought we had, I think we have, we've covered like mental health, we've covered uh, drug addiction, we've covered um, business, uh, Quantum food crisis, Steve Yoakum quantum mechanics like fun stories we've had a comedian on who was you know hilarious guy um funny guy um i'm blanking on his name um logan something paul jared logan jared logan funny guy um but you know i don't know guys so so to me it's like yes we are fully aware of the state and we also are not saying like you have to live and breathe and die west virginia we're obviously as you guys have known we're just celebrating the culture celebrating people um celebrating stories um maybe no one captures that more than someone like john chambers um who as you know was a former ceo of cisco multi-billion dollar technology company um he's a billionaire our first billionaire maybe the first billionaire that i've spoken to cj i don't know if you've ever spoken to a billionaire before i have to really <laughs> think hard and think back about my life <laughs> just bumping into billionaires all the time um I, yeah i mean he was awesome guy i mean and he from charleston which is kind of crazy we're all from charleston um having him on um you know he's donated you know tens of millions of dollars to the university up in in morgantown they, they've named the business college after him um, having him on was cool. Uh, I think he was in Hawaii at the time. And uh, we, I don't know how, how did, how did we get him on CJ? You guys remember? I think that was just a, that was just DM? a cold call. You, you had stuck with messaging him on, on LinkedIn. It was commenting on his posts 
And I think that's how it happened, yeah. right? It was just through that. And then yeah. I think his one of his associates had reached out to us and said, right. hey, let's try and, you know, put this down in the calendar. And it worked out. And what was cool when we were talking about the to his associates, they, they'd never been to West Virginia, but they were like, he talks, John talks about it all the time. We're, we're dying to get out there. Right. <laughs> it was just like, clearly he, it's not, he doesn't just put on the hat, the West Virginia hat when he, he needs to, you know, for us, right. like he lives and breathes West Virginia still. It definitely showed in the episode. And I mean, gosh, you want to talk about a fast paced episode. The guy speaks a mile a minute, but it is all just substance. Yeah. You know, people can speak with no value they can speak a million miles a minute, but with no substance, no value. Every word that he said was almost pre-planned. It was almost like he was speaking scripted, but it was totally up, unscripted. Dome, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like this guy. Yeah. I'm he glad that he's shit. on Team yeah. West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he knows his shit for sure. Um, <laughs> um, we should also well, give a, a special shout out to Emily Calandrelli, our very first guest. Yeah. And then yeah, she really gave right us the game. legitimacy to, you know, Keep pushing forward and get more people on. Definitely. Shout out Emily. Yeah. yeah. No Hope reason to. You know, she's married, has a kid now. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild how it started. I know I, we were, I was kind of laughing about that in my head the other day. I popped up to Mason's old apartment where we filmed our first episode. Really? We tried to film. Huh? Yeah, yeah we froze CJ. Sorry, CJ. You are frozen in Zoom world. Can you hear me at um, least or no? While we're here at this intermission, let's take a time to thank our sponsors. Um, well, I'm kidding. Wait, we'll wait till CJ gets back, but I will say, um, are you I'm back? good CJ? now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, now you're back. Yeah, I don't know. You were Zoom. stuck mid-sentence. Well, anyway, just I was laughing. I was up at Mason's apartment the other day, and it was like, that's where it all started, right? The first interview that we did, we were all sitting at the round table, you know. microphones like, wouldn't work. Might, one of the mics died, and then. I was like sitting in CJ's fucking lap. Trying yeah, to thankfully that was. Like, yeah, yeah. And then it, for whatever reason, we didn't start with Zoom. Is still <laughs> beyond me. Hard to connect. <laughs> we have we told we the story how we recorded Gordon Gee with like yeah we, we did in the on, a, on a speaker phone yeah <laughs> like yeah definitely on yeah. into my iPad I think like, yeah that's when we realized that program that we were working was not going to be yeah <laughs> reliable <laughs> for long term but yeah Zoom Zoom's the way to go for remote podcasting um but let's take a break from recapping our we'll continue on finishing out some of the best moments of you know, year one of the Mountaineer Media Podcast but we do want to say thank you to the incredible businesses that have believed in us and partnered with us and sponsored us um you know as you guys have heard you know pretty much from the beginning Mr. B we had Marianne Kettleson the CEO of Mr. B onto the podcast had a great conversation with her about you know, philanthropy and small business and investing and her, her passion, why she wanted to, you know, put some weight behind Mr. V and, and save a West Virginia small business. Um, she's been an, a really just a great believer in us from the start here, uh, roasting company, CJ, we got connected with, uh, Rusty and he's a cool dude, man. And, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I think you're hooked on the coffee mountaineer roasting coffee. Yeah. Oh gosh. The coffee's great. No, I, I agree. The coffee's good and got a couple of people bought some at the station. People took it to the, or took it to the station. People have had uh, some great reviews. A couple of uh, our bloggers have bought the coffee. They're all into it. So no, the, the coffee's phenomenal. So I, I am all team Mountaineer Roasting. Media 15, guys, if you go over to Mountaineer, is it, yeah, MountaineerRoasting.com, MountaineerRoasting.com, and you use code Media15, um, because of Rusty's generosity, and he's, you know, hey, I'll support you guys, he gave you guys a discount code. It saves you 15%, and you can ship the coffee right to your house. Um, it's delicious stuff. I think you can do grind, which is like already really finely ground up, um, or like they call it like a drip. And then what whole beans, and then you could also do French press grind. They've got like four or five different uh, strains. Maybe that's not the right word to use for coffee. Um, delicious stuff. So jump over there, support them. They are a West Virginia small business, and we appreciate uh, their sponsorship here at the Mountaineer Media Podcast. And uh, what else? What I mean, then I guess we'll just go ahead and talk about Mountaineer Employment Solutions. So if um, you know, as we continue to grow this, let me just add a little bit more context. I always like to interrupt myself. Um, we want to, and we envision 
using this platform because we we love sharing authentic West Virginia stories to also storytell for authentic West Virginia businesses. And maybe I think you can capture it any better than Mountaineer Employment Solutions. They're also, they're an employment agency. If you need a job, go to beamountaineer.com. Beamountaineer.com will get you connected with Bill Carter, his team. Shout out to Julia for from Mountaineer Employment Solution, who has helped us, um, you know, get this partnership up and running. But essentially, they are um, a born and raised West Virginia firm that is dedicated to working with businesses uh, and individuals to connect you to your future job. So if you don't like your current job, the pandemic has caused you to say rethink your career. Check them out, give them a phone call, go to one of their walk-in sessions. Um, the office is in South Charleston. CJ, you were there, and what do they have displayed in a giant uh, in the parking lot? CJ, you got a, got a nice look at it. Well, they put us on their billboard. So the funny story uh, behind that, yeah, the funny story behind that is that lot used to be like a, um, a used car lot, right? So used car, shop, used car lots, they've always got the, it's either one of two things. They've got the big monkey or whatever it is that's blowing around flipping sideways or they get a billboard so they bought this lot and then they took it over and so they get the billboard and so they they are you know pretty good with it i mean they, they definitely have some really cool nice stuff. billboard a couple of great graphics mm-hmm. and it's a pretty big billboard on you know as far as billboard it's got to be Charleston in the top top 10 percent of billboards it's sturdy <laughs> digital what is colorful. it yeah exactly very colorful but they stuck our logo in there and they said you know proud partner of, of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. I went and spoke with Bill. Bill's a great guy. We're going to connect with him here in the next probably weeks, you know, if not even sooner than that. So yeah, they also have the Morgantown office and that's their big thing right now. They also want people to know that the Morgantown office is open and running and they want people to pop in there too, because this is not just uh, a Kanawha County thing or a Putnam County thing. They have jobs in a dozen counties throughout West mm-hmm. Virginia. You know, they want people to know that they're both in Southern West Virginia and Northern West Virginia. Um, and they are expanding. That's the, their big thing right now. They are expanding. They're doing well and they want to keep going. So they do have an office in South Charleston, but they also have a brand new, really nice office in Morgantown. So anybody that's out there listening right now, go check one of those out or just head over to their website, beamountaineer.com and check them out. Get a job. I mean, and, and their offices are Morgantown and Charleston guys, but of course the positions are in different places. So they can connect you with positions. They they have, um, you know, businesses that they're looking to hire and fill positions for a laborer, a general laborer in Morgantown, dental assistant in Charleston, a housekeeper in Charleston, West Virginia. So if you know somebody that needs a job or wants a new job, reach out to them. They'll gladly guide you through the process and help you find something that uh, fits your needs. So thank you to Mountaineer Employment Solutions, Bill and Julia and the whole team over there, Kayla, uh, for helping um, get this partnership up and running. And we could not be more appreciative of them uh, supporting the podcast. There's this, um, there's this built or like a whiteboard in the, uh, in their office in South Charleston. And so I went in and spoke with Bill and the office isn't massive. Don't get me wrong. It's nice. And they've got a couple of desks and, and cubicles, but they've got this whiteboard of like their latest jobs. And so it's like, that's the well-kept secret. It's kind of funny. It's like, that's the one, that's the board that they don't want getting out. Like <laughs> that's the board that they want people to call in and be like, well, we just got a new job and you know, so-and-so for so-and-so. And so I took this picture with Bill at the end and, and we were kind of standing in the, in the whiteboard. He's like, hold on, we can't take a picture here. Like it, it was like top secret information that could not get out of the Mountaineer Employment Solutions office. It was really funny. And so we took a different background, took a different picture. Can't leak but, out information. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> seriously though. I mean, they are competitive in that market. Not only can yeah. they do individual jobs, they, you know, send them your resume, but they can do group work. They're, they're trying to fill jobs sometimes for 20 or 30 people. They need 20 or 30 people, right. you know, mass. It, you know, in mass to, to fill some of these jobs. So yeah, man, the, it was really cool meeting them and they, they've been a great partner so far, but, and then just days ago, not even that, I think the day that we're recording this yesterday, we announced that we have a fourth sponsorship with another former guest and Brody Prudnick and raise rub. Mm-hmm. Raise rub. Shout out to raise rub. Um, yeah, guys. I mean, maybe you saw the announcement, maybe you didn't. Um, Raise Rub. Well, first of all, Brody is a, a phenomenal guy. Every time you talk to Brody, it feels like, damn, I just kind of like met like 
like a Tony Robbins, like, you know, like motive. I just listen to like a good pump up kind of thing. Cause he just has a, um, a level head on himself on his shoulders. And he's just a, a guy that's passionate about the state. He's, you know, he's doing different things, real estate business, all this different stuff. Um, but really he's carrying on the legacy of his father um, who started Ray's rub in the early two thousands um, Ray senior. And, you know, essentially I think it was like a family recipe and they, you know, eventually it was like, Hey man, you ought to make this a business. And his dad took it more serious and they grew it as a family business. Um, unfortunately, you know, Ray passed away a few years ago and now Brody is carrying on his legacy and growing this brand and Ray's rub and it's delicious um, seasoning that you can put on anything. You can put it on chicken, beef. Um, I think in the episode with him, we talked about like putting it on like Turkey or something. The Turkey um, call. Yeah. Brody yeah, CJ's turkey call. We joke that at least I did. Brody is the most Joe Rogan like guest that we've had so far. If he had a podcast, it would just it would explode. He's motivational. He's mm-hmm. you know he hunts. He travels the world. I mean he he was when we were talking to him, he was just getting back from a trip, heading to somewhere else. On top of that, he's a small business owner. You know he's got his hands in several pots. You know so he was very down to earth. Also, Mason and I just recorded a raise rub promo video that is dropping very soon it's not exactly a uh, a mixtape of any sorts but it definitely it's like it's one of those things that you need to see you need to see this is put it on your radar <laughs> so we will te- maybe we'll, we'll put a teaser mason and cj are starring in the first mountaineer media you know commercial mason um, did have to he had to set this up though where he made me look bad on the basketball court that's all i'll say that's how this <laughs> starts that's how it starts well, it's I mean, yeah, that's just that's just how it normally goes. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> there wasn't much prep for it. <laughs> go to Amazon, guys. Go to Amazon. Support Ray's Rub because they um, Brody is the real deal, and you can order on Amazon. I think if you have Prime, it'll ship it right out to your house like ASAP. Um, so go on Amazon, search Ray's Rub, spelled like it sounds, <laughs> Ray's Rub, and just uh, enjoy it. Because I think one of those bottles lasts for like 11 bucks, and you'll have like great tasting food for months and months and months when you're cooking at your house. Um, you know, impress people. I mean, what's better, like be the guy or gal at a barbecue that's like, you know, you're hosting a barbecue and you're cooking and then you're out there and then all of a sudden someone's like, hey man, what are you using? And it's just like, well, this is actually an authentic West Virginia homemade recipe by this company called Ray's Rub. And, you know, I support them and I found it on the Mountaineer Media Podcast who advocates for West Virginia. Like, wouldn't that be a lot cooler than like, yeah, I just got it at Walmart. I don't know, man. It's like the spice and seasoning. Like, be the guy that cares about the details and likes to live life. So do that with Ray's Rob. Shout out I, to Brody. I Shout agree. Out to them. Be the guy that always has a story. Guy or gal. Right? The, guy, the person that always has a story or there's like some meaning behind what you do, right? I think the more meaning that you have behind Purpose, the certain yeah, things that you yeah. do, exactly, then it, not only does it bring hopefully some fulfillment to you, if it matters, probably makes you look pretty fucking cool to other people too. So, you know, right. Well, small details matter, man. In West Virginia, like there's so many things that you can support um, and be proud of and be like, you know what? Yeah, this is made in West Virginia um, and I'm supporting them. So don't just be one of those people that talks on the internet. And I get so mad and frustrated with people that do that. Um, part of the reason why we founded this is to be like, Hey, we're not, we're, yes, I guess we are talking on the internet, but we're not just complaining. We're actually advocating for the state. Um, so hopefully that inspires you guys to do that as well. Yep. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. Hey everybody, just taking a little break here, uh, to let you guys know that at the end of the episode, which is 10, 11 minutes from now, we are going to give a massive shout out to everybody that has been a part of the pod or, you know, given us some of your talents or your, whatever it is, your voice. We are just going to go through and name a bunch of people that have been very, uh, a very big part of the pod. So make sure to stick around for that. Let's wrap this thing up. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of our goals and where we think West Virginia is heading and where we think this pod is heading as well. Thanks for listening so far. Let's get back to the episode. Oh, am I starting this next segment here? I thought so. Yeah, that's fine. No, keep this in here. Keep this part in here too. So no, we're going to kind of start wrapping up here, but we did want to kind of clean up how season one ended with Brad Smith because we really felt 
we had another great conversation with him about his goals and his aspirations for making West Virginia, you know, a booming place again. And one, you know, he's, he's doing so with the send West Virginia. That's one of his babies, probably one, one of the many coals he has in the fire, but it's one that has made several headlines. And, you know, we talked in depth about how, the potential Ascend West Virginia has in bringing people in from all over the world, really, to West Virginia. And we even, Cooper and I had just talked on, we hopped on a phone call with a couple of the representatives who are on the local level. And Ooh. we joked because I think the big goal from this is like, get the parents and the family here and then have their kids stay, right? You kind of want to mm-hmm. set a new ground zero, like a new base to keep these families here. And I think that's one of the big goals is like, get the families here and then help the kids stay. And that's part of the, how I think Ascend's growth is going to go about. Great, great goals, you know, maybe from both of you guys. Did you not only just enjoy that conversation, but what are your thoughts on West Virginia's future? And then if you want to tie it into like how this podcast can help too, like what are your thoughts on that? Like, I guess if, if there, there's a time to manifest, now is the time to do it. You know, let's, let's kind of hear what, what is everybody's take on, on how we wrapped up in the future of the state. Nice. Let's hear your reflection for. Yeah, I think, you know, the Ascend West Virginia program and our media company uh, have a lot of the same goals, getting people into the state, highlighting small businesses around things that the state has kind of lacked for a long time. You know, that tourism aspect, the small town life, you know, having Mm -hmm. a main street with a lot of small businesses. And I think their program highlights that. very well and i think we are trying to push that same goal i think too that some people and you could call these whatever internet trolls were a little bit critical of like i saw some stuff like well i'd like to be paid twelve thousand dollars to live in west virginia i already live here first of all this is brad smith's money that he donated his personal money to the uh, as a collaboration with the state governments and West Virginia University. So I am on the opinion of all for it because if anything, it generates interest and it will practically have an implication on the economy with new remote workers into the state. But it's generating interest and it's trying to be something creative and out of the box. So, you know, to me, it's like I don't think there's really space for criticism of it. Um, it's not like the state itself is like bringing in it's not like favoring ohioans to like come here and leaving west virginians out like no this is a special project that hopefully if it goes well like tj said it'll um it'll bring new generations of mountaineers because let's face it our state's facing a problem is that we're losing population so like i don't think you can be really critical of any creative idea that's trying to spur some new energy and um projects and businesses and individuals coming to the mountain state so big supporters of what they're doing we hope to be able to storytell you know alongside them about the state um as far as visionary for mountaineer media um you know, I, I don't know. I don't think if I, in our wildest dreams, we could have even dreamed that year one would, would go this well or this crazy with like merchandise, mountaineermedia.org, shop it, um, or partners or the bloggers. Um, I truly envision it growing to be always remaining faithful to, at the core, we are a communications group that's advocating for the state, highlighting other people, and that won't change. We like to get all of our content that you all consume, social media, um, the podcast is free. That's important to us. We're not hiding. We're not like entertaining behind a paywall. We appreciate greatly you purchasing merchandise and our sponsorships because that allows us to really pump every nickel right back into the business and keep growing uh, what this is. But to me, it's just a continuation. I don't know if it's anything different. It's just more scales, more guests, more cool stuff, more partnerships, more stories to tell. Everyone has a story, no matter where you are at in West Virginia, no matter where you are at in life, every individual human has a unique story that we are honored to share every week with people, you know, from the guests that we've had on. So to me, it's just continue to do it. It's fun. It's awesome to get to hang out with you guys, Mason and CJ, uh, and build something that is soft on me. Build something that's profoundly affected people, right? People, grown men tell us, like, men, they've cried. Like, our friend, you know, like, it's a crazy how many people care about this because I think they can see the sincerity in our voices or hear the sincerity in our voices um, when we're, what we're trying to do. 
Um, so I don't know guys, I'm super bullish. Um, you know, we got a lot of fun stuff in the work. We hope to one day do things like scholarships, maybe even like a golf tournament. Um, CJ is trying to coordinate. Uh, he's got connections back up to the journalism college. We'd love to do like media internships one day to help put like young students on display their work. So if you're listening in and you've got like a son, a daughter, a friend, a cousin who is a, wants to be like a media personality, journalist, social media person, like reach out to us. Like we'd love to empower other people to come under the umbrella that's Mountaineer Media um and and they can fight for their state as as they choose and we would be honored to have them on our team yeah yeah you guys know i have like semi taken over the tiktok also if you guys ever have any tiktok ideas you gotta throw them at me we'll put them together we were just talking that we want to do one where it's like you're not that guy pal you're not that guy how can we incorporate that one good but the other one that's been really popular on tiktok right now the adult swim ones right the adults one where it's like that you know but it always ends like with the as logo like i loved adult swim growing up yeah but but i saw the best one of the adult swim tiktoks the other day it was this guy he's underwater scuba gear right he's holding this big rock and he's like walking in and he's like got some motivational it's like you know when you're at rock bottom there's only one way to go he drops the rock and he just automatically starts floating up, right? The rock was holding him down to rock bottom. He drops the rock and he starts floating up. And it's like, once you've hit rock bottom, the only way to go is back up. West Virginia just hit, has the largest population drop in across the United States. Between 2010 and 2020, West Virginia had the largest population drop of any state in the United States, right? They just reported that a couple of days ago. Truly, West Virginia, to ascent, it, in, in a sense, it feels like has hit rock bottom. Not exactly like the population's at an all-time low or like there, there are just zero jobs. It's like desolate. There's nothing to do here. That it's not, that's not at all what I'm saying. But it does feel to a point, West Virginia has been doggone and ragged on more than any other state in the fucking union that I can count on or can even remember. And then this population story comes out. There was only one way for West Virginia to go, and it's up. And if it's if we can help that at all, if we can change one person's opinion, like, you know what, let's do it. Let's go to West Virginia and see what happens. If, you know, or, or if we can change somebody's opinion about West Virginia and make him spin it a little positively, or if we can get somebody to move here or anything like that, then this was all worth it, you know? And so that is why we commend these people that are just doing such great work, Chambers and Smith and everybody else that we've spoken to who are doing things inside the state and also helping the state from outside the state. You know, we just commend them for that. And we thank everybody that's been on a part of this and what we've been doing, because if we can shape anything in West Virginia's future, we want it to be something good. And I think we've done that through year one. Let's go do it year two and hopefully year three and year four and, and see where this thing goes. But so far, I think we have done a great job of helping reshape West Virginia's, you know, the, the stereotype. We're kind of knocking mm-hmm. the stereotype off. So that is, you know, that's how I've seen things. I think this is, uh, you know, to the moon. You know, I think even us, I think <laughs> the only place we can go is up from here as long as we keep keep grinding and keep working and keep incorporating people and and really just trying to tell an authentic message. I think we've got nowhere to go, but up. So, yeah. Well, and thank you. Quick. Thank you to you guys listening to this. If this is coming through your earbuds in your speaker, in the car, as you're cooking dinner, because it, you know, we could just be talking into the air. It really is because you loyally have listened to the podcast, tens of thousands of you, um, you know, the support on social media. Um, Thank you so much to you guys. Um, It it greatly, uh, it means a lot to us. It really does. Um, if, If you do, um, shamelessly, I'll plug it. If you do like it, please do leave a review and rating and maybe, you know, throw us a subscription that helps more West Virginians discover us. And if you could do anything, refer us to a friend, say, Hey, I think you guys should check out the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Um, put them on to us because hopefully that inspires them. And you never know the ripple effect of that. Like we've all kind of been talking could be life-changing. They, they could hear it. They could get inspired. They could chase their dreams. They could start a kayaking company and on the Elk river. And you know, who knows what could happen from it, a little bit of inspiration. So thank you all for tuning in. 
to do all of our stuff that we do. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And uh, stick around. We're not going anywhere. We're doubling down and we're going to have a fun time going. So thank you guys so much. And we'll see you, uh, what, I think probably in about a week or so. We'll have another episode out and we will be rolling once again. Thank you, guys. Okay, everybody, thanks for tuning in to this episode. And as previously mentioned, just want to give a big shout out to everybody that has helped inspire us or brought us, you know, some kind of inspiration or provided their musical talents or their writing talents or a voice as a guest to the pod or just a family or friend member that has just been so supportive of us or bought something in the store thank you to everyone and this is by no means a full and complete list of everybody that has been um, a part of the pod but we definitely have a lot of people that we want to give a big shout out to let's start with all of the guests that we've had so far emily calandrelli gordon gee mike stolarchek dave lavender crystal good natalie Tennant, joe mansion ken tackett marianne kettleson Eric Ayer, Dennis Gillen, Landau Eugene Murphy Jr., John Ellison, Steve Murphy, Sarah Tucker, Terrell Ellis, Dan Smithson, Homer Hickam, Kevin Combs, Jared Logan, Natalie Oliverio, Mike Hamrick, Michael Cerverus, Terry Giles, Johnny McFadden, Dave Arnold, Chad Morrison, Clay Marsh, Sylvia Burwell, Matthew Watts, Lois Lucas, Patrice Harris, Wes and Natalie Bush, Dream of Denver, John Chambers, Rusty Isaacs, Alan Corduroy Brown, Josh Gaffin, Philip Bowen, Steve Yoakum, Rosemary Ketchum, Brody Prudnick, and Brad Smith. And we've had several musicians on the podcast as well. Alexander Ayub, Philip Bowen, Alan Corduroy Brown, and Cyprus. A lot of bloggers who have helped lend some of their writing talents. Jess Neal, Jessica Riggins, Joe Justice, Johnny McFadden, Julie Blackwood, Catherine Allen, Mackenzie Holdren, Rush Bishop, Shannon Stowers, Travis Kale, Whitney Wetzel. And again, we have so many members of our family and friends of the pod and this is in no particular order shout out to reagan hanlon denna davari whitney wetzel beth harvey craig harvey sharon harvey ken mcneil garrett harvey emily mcneil elliot mcneil julie mcneil holly jack hannah jack kevin jack brendan jack angie simmerman greg simmerman riley simmerman taylor zapara kelton george lyndon bages Logan Garrison, Jesse Starkey, Callie Cart, Mike Fulton, Burke Allen, Amelia DiStefano, Jessica Scoy, Tim Hanlon, Elizabeth Sabatino, Leslie Rubin, Spencer Dupuis, Paul Swan, Courtney Kandabi, Brenton Sandolfini, Jonathan Lewis, and Lexi Brown. And one more big shout out to all of our sponsors so far, Mr. B Potato Chips, Mountaineer Roasting, Mountaineer Employment Solutions, and Ray's Rub. Thank you guys so, so, so much. Uh, for everything so far it's been a fun year one let's make it an even better year two and maybe spread a little bit more positivity about this state that we call almost heaven okay guys thank you guys we love you all take care see you soon